Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, we talk about producer Dove's adventure to the Sportsman's Expo, ESPN Plus and the UFC fights, plus your ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you for your submissions. Shoplipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. You will never see a 30-year-old walking around in a diaper or drinking a bottle. Paula. I was thinking I should start with just a good facial. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode... 339. Ugh. Ugh. Welcome oh. to the ugly. Go ahead. Do it. We are sisters who podcast. <laughs> when are we going to get that? We need to have that emblazoned on our bodies. I think so we need to have like a, like a spot that's just plugged in, you know, so we don't have to think about it any longer. Yeah. Like it's, it's electricized or something. It's like, we are sisters who podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Some kind of cool, you know, radio sounding instead thing. of ours. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> okay. So Daryl, uh, the Sportsman's Expo came to Sacramento. Yes, I heard it on the radio that it was it was going to yes. be here. And it's an annual trek that he and my son and his Daryl's brother and all of their fishing friends, they all gather to do this annual trip to the Sportsman's Expo. So here's the thing about the Sportsman's Expo. And I obviously I wasn't there, so I can't really get into the details, but I can tell you what I know. I told Daryl, I said, depending on what time you get home, We'll determine whether or not Paula comes over to watch the UFC fights with us because I, you know, I just, I, I mean, you, he, his presence is not needed, but I didn't know what kind of condition he would be in when he got home. That was sure. kind of the thing. <laughs> so oh, okay. luckily you didn't come over. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, good. See ya. Don't call me. I won't call you. I'll see you tonight. He's like, we're leaving. We, we're being, we're going to get there at 10 o'clock. I go, no, you're getting to the bar at 10 o'clock. I don't know what time you're getting to the expo, so whenever. I go, if you need a ride, you know, obviously call, but other than that, you know, I don't want to hear from you. So nothing, nothing, nothing. Suddenly I get a, I get a, a text message with a picture of these eight guys sitting at a bar table drinking copious amounts of beer and breakfast sandwiches. All I saw were glasses, and then yeah. there was like one <laughs> tiny little plate that had something yeah. on it. And that then was I'm, Tyler. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, so there's not a lot of eating, but there's an awful lot of drinking going on. Yes. And so, and it's craft beer. It's not Coors Light. So (laughs) it's like 16%. So five pitchers later, they walk over to the Sportsman's Expo because it's across the street. They walk over, have a great time. And I told you what happens when Daryl comes home from these things. There's a lot of grand plans that are made when they're there so we're gonna climb el capitan in yosemite and then fish off the edge (laughs) so i'm upstairs and i i was working out and doing all this stuff when he got home it was like three o'clock when he got home i come downstairs and he goes well we're going to alaska (laughs) and i'm like what he goes we're going to petersburg alaska where we can do crab fishing halibut and salmon all at the same place we could even go wolf hunting if we want and wolf i'm like hunting. wow really? 
that's a lot he goes why well, he goes based on principle i don't think i could kill a wolf i'm like well that's nice you know but only if it was attacking your cousin and you had to shoot it with a 12 gauge right <laughs> so i said oh he goes yeah we're really serious about it this time and tyler's all in too he said i don't care what time what day i will quit my job i am going to alaska with you guys oh it's dear like, god it was a passionate plan he goes, and I bought some knives. And I'm like, oh, did you? Wow. He goes, yes, Tyler and I have matching knives now. And I said, <laughs> okay. He showed me the knife. He's like, well, I can't close it right now, but I'll read the instructions later. And I said, you are drunk. I go, you are drunk. And he goes, I am not sober. I am not sober. <laughs> like, I go, well, did you drink anything else besides beer? And he goes, nope. Thank and I said, God. okay, well, I guess that's good. And I don't know about, I don't know how long it's been since you've been, I know you're with your gluten, you probably don't have a lot of beer drinking in your life, but. I don't drink anything. Right. A beer buzz is the best. I, I, I am so warm and happy when I have a beer buzz. It's not very often, but when I do, I really like it. Uh-huh. So he's the same way. The thing with Daryl, when he's had a lot of drinks, he breathes through his nose a lot. <laughs> and he purses his lips a lot. You know what I mean? Right. He's like the old-fashioned drunks in the westerns. You know? <laughs> so it's really funny. So I just keep he's thinking like, of Prince. <laughs> so whenever he's very like, I love you so much. Oh, I'm God. like, I love you too. And he goes, and I bought some olives. And I'm like, oh, did you? He goes, yes. And I go, well, what are they? He goes, they're they're green olives stuffed with jalapenos and blue cheese. And mm-hmm. I said, wow. I go never eat those around me yeah literally don't. never that and sounds you know terrible. What? don't eat them right now either no <laughs> and i said those sound like they'd be fun for camping is what I, <laughs> so you can eat those when you're around other men because i don't want to know how those process through your body save those for alaska please so alaska <laughs> came up quite a bit over the weekend and i said look if you want to go by all means go but i I don't like the idea of you being anywhere with my son where there are wolves and bears that you can hunt. That's Mm -hmm. a concern. He goes, well, but their bears are everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I'm aware of where they are. And I don't like the idea of my son being near a grizzly. This would require guns. Does he know that? Oh, yeah, for sure. He goes, and he he told me, he said, you can just show up with your with your clothes. They give you everything. You you get homemade meals. And I said, what? So someone's poor wife has to host you people. So was this like a like an expedition booth that they went to? Yes. He goes, there were several and they picked them all and they've decided on this Petersburg. It's a little island. He must have shown me the map like a hundred (laughs) times. God. And, you know, he kept repeating it how you know this was this was new and exciting and that we're definitely going to do it and that this is the year we're doing a multi-day man trip and i said okay and there was talk of a boat purchase luckily that did not occur thank god but they spent a lot of time with the boat people (laughs) (laughs) and i was like wow you guys really were on fire so ultimately he passed out i mean not like blackout right right, he ultimately finally but he was drunk for hours Jeez. hours yeah and i was really i'm like you're still drunk what i'm like it's 5 30 <laughs> like, my god you've been home for hours do they sell beer at the sportsman Expo? yes oh okay. yes they do and and their friend con was there and he was buying because he's oh, got oh geez he sold his house so he has <gasps> extra income oh plenty yes. of beer drinking money yes he's like i have i 
have no children and no wife. It's on me. And everybody's like, yay. You know, so it's like, yay, Khan, for he's a jolly good fellow. Exactly. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of love going around. So Daryl and Tyler actually left early because Tyler had plans that evening and he had to get home to go to his other plans. Oh, okay. They, they were meeting up with friends his own age. <laughs> so oh, he, right. he got dropped off. So that really kind of saved Daryl, I think, from vomiting because that <laughs> he, he had to stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. So luckily he got home early. They stayed a little longer because they ended up venturing into the hunting section, apparently. Oh, okay. So they were there for a little bit longer. And then when they were leaving, Daryl's brother tripped and fell in the parking lot and cut his head <laughs> so he had a little gash over his eyebrow so I'm that sure he's incredibly embarrassed about i'm sure of Prithi was thrilled i'm sure she was tickled <laughs> to see that to come home and he was drunk with a cut up of his eyebrow and she's, she's like, like where were you in a brawl hell? <laughs> my god so yeah he was daddy what he, happened to your eye <laughs> i tripped and fell in the parking lot <laughs> yeah which is literally what he did so I told Daryl, he, he, of course, Brad sent a very fuzzy photo of his, half of his eye and his cut uh, later that evening. And I said, what happened? He goes, my brother Phil. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, look. And he showed me the picture. And I said, I think you should have probably stayed. You probably could have helped him with this. And he's like, I know, right? And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. Men are fun. God, that's <laughs> funny. It was funny. It made me laugh. The only difference would be, you know, if it was all girls, we would have been crying at some point, helping yeah, somebody. Probably. You know, taking our shoes off, walking around barefoot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> with the cocktail. It's like, what? Woohoo! Let's get a boat, ladies. Yeah. We can totally go hunting in Alaska. We can totally do it. Do you we know can do that. You know what? If guys do it, we could do that we shit. We can do it too. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Look at we, Jamie. They have pink knives over here. Look, look. Oh, let's all get them. It's pink camouflage. I love oh it. Oh my god, I love it. You would look so good in that, girl. <laughs> my god. You guys, you guys, let's do it. Let's all that get knives. Us. We'll all get knives. And then we'll all go hunting. It will be so fun. We might even be able to use them in the parking lot. You don't even know. There could be creeps out there. We need to just leave these in our cars. You guys, these are for safety. It's for safety. <laughs> that would be us. Anyway, I, I'm always glad, though, when he goes. And I wish he would do it a little more often. But everyone's so damn busy with life. It's hard. You know, they just. But so when they get together, they really make up for it. <laughs> Yeah, really. They really make up for a lot. I time. was surprised there was that many. Eight? That's a lot. Yes. Oh, they were so excited. That's more than the band trip usually. Yes. And here what was really funny is one of the guys, he's the older brother of, of uh, these two brothers. And he never can come because he's a sheriff. So he's always working. He oh, was, was actually that um, Chris's brother? Yes. Oh, okay. He, he was actually able to go too, which he, and they everyone was super stoked to have the brothers together. And what's funny is, not only is he a sheriff, but he's a big gun dude, mm -hmm. and so he was wearing a jersey that said Amendment Two on it. Oh God! <laughs> they were giving so much shit. I mean, he fit right into the sportsman's expo. Nobody cares. But it was just really funny because he's very proud of his his stance on the second amendment and you know props whatever they're big hunters though they're yeah. like big hunters they oh yeah they go to montana they have family in montana they go hunting all the time and i have no problem with that at all i think that's fine and they eat everything it's not like they just like leave it to rot in the sun they just they're, they don't do it for sport no well even if it is for sport they don't they don't uh, they're not wasteful they're true hunters i gotcha 
I love it. I would never want to do it myself, but I think for me, it's mostly just because it's dangerous and it's, you're always cold. It's always cold whenever you have to do that kind of stuff. I've seen you know those I mean? little tree traps that people sit in and those yeah. things, they don't look like they can hold a lot of weight, but bears, I mean, uh, I know I've some seen... large people that hang out in there. So <laughs> I have seen video of bears climb those things and God. I don't want to do that. I like I want the, nothing. I like the nighttime cams <laughs> where yes. they have the video and then like the animals are like walking by and they're like, look inside the camera or something <laughs> like that. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. When they set those up, they're like motion censored wildlife. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes those are funny i have seen that they're, it's funny when the cats do it. they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah they're or you see it. like the two deers doing it or something oh like i that. know those are really funny <laughs> or when you just see a but a big pack of something run through and one one, one of them stops to pee you know it's like <laughs> god damn it set this peeing again let's go you know stuff like that we got places to go come on seriously anyway it was really fun to watch him enjoy being a man with his friends and Apparently, they're going to Alaska, and who knows when that's going to be, but I'm sure it'll be exciting for them all. I agree. Anyway, all right. So next, moving on, you and I both did the free trial for ESPN Plus so we could watch the UFC fights. Yes. I have to say, not impressed with ESPN Plus. Oh, God. Far from impressed from (laughs) ESPN Plus. Okay. I wasn't sure what your feed was like, but not only do they expect me to pay four four or five bucks a month for, for it... There's commercials. Exactly. I'm like, what is this? There were commercials. And then what happened was, is you have to select different boxes for different spots of the fight. So there were like the pre prelims, which we watched. And Mm -hmm. then there were the prelims. So we were done with the pre prelims and we were sitting there and it says your next segment will begin, you know, shortly. And you had to switch over. Yeah. We didn't know that. So we were sitting there waiting for like five minutes and we're like, when the hell is this thing going to start? And so then we went over. Yes. And then there was a couple of times where we kept getting kicked out. And then, so we had, they're like, here's your activation code. And I'm like, we're already activated, you know? Yeah. That happened to us in the very beginning and then uh we figured well because we we went to espn plus because we had registered already so we did mm-hmm. get that but we're like oh no wait a minute we're we don't have to do this so we found the tab to get to this set the subscribers page but we mm-hmm. did have to change over to see the main card after the prelims which was mm-hmm. dumb so we did yeah. that. I'm like, what is this? It's like, I don't, there's so many steps to get to the thing. And then once you get there, you're like, all right, cool. We had some, we definitely had some streaming issues. And we, Paula, we have the, the, the most expensive, fastest streaming service connection around. You can't get better than what we have. So I didn't think we'd have any problems. And mm-hmm. it froze it blacked out, it reset. I mean, it was like, really? And so I thought, Every- Every fight that started, started out blurry. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and then when we finally switched over, because Ryan's just like, well, there's another box that says prelims. He's like, maybe we should just go to that one. So we went to that one. Mm -hmm. And when we finally did, it like, it popped open and Glover Tashira was already in the ring. Oh, And I'm just like, and so I'm like, well, fortunately the fight hasn't started, but I'm just like, it should be a lot clearer that you need to like... Yeah, it it should just be one feed. That was my whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, you shouldn't yeah. have to go to these stupid boxes. Yeah, it was to, a little. It was a little tedious. No it doubt, was, it was dumb. They, it should be more clear. And well, Daryl canceled it the next day. 
Oh, I did too. Yeah, we're like, nope, we're not even keeping the seven day trial. We're over it. We're done. And what was funny was, is that, you know, um, they said, I, cause I belong to a bunch of MMA sites Mm -hmm. and, um, one of them said, you know, Dana White says uh, record breaking, you know, subscriptions, blah, blah, blah. And so <laughs> the in the comments and I'm just like Sunday record breaking cancel cancellations. <laughs> exactly. And because everybody was saying like canceled, 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 oh, yeah. canceled, canceled. So, I mean, they're going to be so like, I don't even know what they're going to be, but they're going to find out like everybody's canceled because oh, it's, yeah. it's awful. It just wasn't it was not. It was not what it should have been. And, you know, like I was telling Daryl, ESPN is a is a property of Disney. And you would mm-hmm. think, if anything, this would have been state of the art, best of the best, no expense spared to ensure that this was a seamless uh, viewing for those who subscribed and would want to stay. And it wasn't. It was choppy. It was nothing compared to what, you know, Comcast pay-per-views are. It just was not good. Or just and a said, regular FS, FS1 fight. You it know? was just, to me, I said, this is a testament of what cord cutters have to endure. Because, you know, our mother is a cord cutter. She has no cable. She has all of the Hulu, Amazon, you know, whatever, smart TV stuff. So she anything she watches, she's streaming. Mm-hmm. I think Netflix is her most sophisticated uh, subscription that she has. And that one, they've got that one dialed in. It's great. I mean, I do sometimes have streaming problems, but it's usually a connection issue. It's not Netflix. So I said, because Daryl and I are talking about cutting the cord on cable. And so we're, you know, we're, we're kind of putting together the numbers and figuring it out. I said, if this is what cord cutters have to deal with, this will make me mad way more than wanting to save a few bucks. Like I can't deal with this. This is crazy. This is so, it's just so not reliable. But anyway, um, with that being said, I think the theme of the UFC night for me was experience beats youth <laughs> over and over and over. You know, it was so the the whole setup of the card was just mm-hmm. bizarre to me because mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't figure out. Ryan and I agreed that the prelim fights were probably way better than the main card. Okay. I don't know if you watched the prelims. But well, who was in the prelim? Was Glover Tashira there? He was there, but you know, it was mostly like no namers. It was well, just people that are not. Um, what what's the word? I'm not like a like pushed, I guess, or you know, they don't pro- market their name, pro- yeah, propped up or marketed or anything like that. They're just regular fighters, mm-hmm. um, but they're good, you know. They, I th- I definitely thought, with the exception of I think two, which they were on the main card. Uh, I thought all the fights were great. So all the prelim them. fights were really. We thought they were really good. Like mm-hmm. they were just fighters. They were really good fighters, and I and I'm angry because. I, I hate the fact that Dana White just keeps promoting like the same five fighters. Well, that's because that's their money makers. But is it though? That's the thing. Like, do people just only want to see those five people fight? Or do the true, you know, people of that, you know, have a passion for the sport want to see people who can actually like fight? I think that most people fall into UFC when they hear the names over and over again. So when they're fighting, they want to see them, which is why everyone wants to see John Jones or Conor McGregor or the Diaz boys or Cerrone. You know, you remember those names. You're like, oh, yeah. Or Paige Van Zandt. 
You know, you, you remember her God. from Dancing with the Stars, and so you want to see her. That's how they make their money. And then maybe along the way, some standout star comes and wows everybody, and then they take note and start pushing them. So I just really thought the fights were good. I thought Paige Van Zandt looked good compared, considering she even, but she said that was a shit performance. I have to get better. I'm glad she won though. Cause if she hadn't, it'd be over. <laughs> well, everyone's like, she's back. I'm like, she won one fucking fight out of like the last five. She, like, this was her first win in almost, I think more than two years. So she needed it. I'm like, let's give it a break already. Yeah. You know? She needed it. Cerrone just schooled that little boy. That was such a good that well it oh, won fight so of the good. night and he, he was won, so good and he won fighter of the night. But what pissed me off the most though is mm-hmm. that was on a prelim card. And I'm like, yes. why the fuck was that on the prelim card? They, he had no business being yeah. on he that should have been on the main card. Period. I think and that Don Hardy bullshit fighter oh, kid. The Uf- there's the, no reason he should have been on the main card. The NFL kid? Yes. Yeah. He's the one that three got and O. <laughs> three and O. Yeah. And then did a you know a knee kick to the temple, you know, got disqualified, and I'm like, yep. that guy is a liability. Well, he's, he's gonna kill someone. Well, it was funny because um, when they were talking about, they're like, look, you can blame it on inexperience, but this is the big league. This is not you. They like you said, he should have known better. He had three. The guy had three points on the ground, and you can't knee kick someone in the face when they have two hands and a knee or two knees and a hand you mm-hmm. can't do it and i've seen we've seen that happen before where someone gets disqualified i think mark weidman got disqualified for well, doing it was the same question. thing they had to review the tape and technically the guy did have two hands down right so this this guy had truly had three on three on the mat and yeah. he kicked him in the face and i was like damn that looked hard and of course he was disqualified and it's like you know, the the I think the marketing is there because he's from the NFL. He's he's undefeated, and so they were and people from the NFL know who he is. So if you if you follow this guy, you're you're looking forward to seeing if he can transition to a new sport, and he probably can. I agree that he wasn't ready for the main card. He they should have switched those two fights for sure. Exactly. That's what that was my thinking all along is I'm like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Why is he out there? He's used to <laughs> knocking people out in the first right. round. So he totally got gassed. Yes. And then he obviously did, you know, a disqualifying move. And he looked like he had no idea what he had done wrong. He didn't. He did not know. Because he was going to keep fighting. Well, like, the thing, he was just like, no big deal. You know, from, I'm just fighting this guy. From what I understand is that if you are tr- if you are having a problem, if you put three points on the ground, that's your way of kind of saving yourself from an ass kicking, which is what that guy did. And mm-hmm. the, the youngin did not know. And that's why he continued to fight and didn't recognize that this was a defensive move that he had to kind of respect. Mm-hmm. And so and he kept fighting. That's the problem. But right. let's go. Let's talk about your boy. Tiny TJ. I don't little want baby to. TJ. I just don't want to. He was he. It was funny because Daryl and I were watching and I said, I don't. First of all, he's going to have to take the belt away. He's not going to be able to just fight five rounds and get it. He's going to have to take it. Which mm-hmm. you and I both agree is the only way to win someone's belt. Right, right, right. Although he is a small in stature man, he uh, is not fighting. He never fights at that weight. And this kid who beat Mighty Mouse, who arguably is the best in the world at that level, mm-hmm. he beat him. So yeah, this guy, 
Yeah, and this guy was like, nobody's taking this from me. No one's going to lose weight and then take this belt from me. And he was just far superior. I think TJ underestimated how light he was. He did. Um, because he got pushed mm-hmm. and then he <laughs> fell down. Yes, I and that. I don't think that typically happens at 135. I know it's only 10 pounds. That's but a lot. It, That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so... And it reminded me a lot of the Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg fight. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't even catch his breath. And it was over. Now, I do believe that the stoppage was too early. But I, do I don't think that that would have changed the outcome. Because I think that he still would have kept punching him and he would have gone limp anyway. Daryl and I both felt that it was too too early. But inevitably, it would have been the same outcome. For sure. But eh, you know what? They think there'll be a rematch. I don't know. I don't know if there will. be. I don't think there will be. I think he'll go back up to 10 pounds. He'll go up to 135 and defend his title by whoever wants to do it. Well, Henry Cejudo wants to go up 10 pounds and try and fight TJ for his belt. Well, good. Do it. Then And then I think TJ will kick his ass. Well, I hope so. But what terrifies me is Henry Cejudo is a gold medal wrestler. Yes, he is. And so he's kind of like a baby Daniel Cormier. He exactly. You know, I don't know how good TJ's groundwork is because he never really takes people to the ground that often. I don't know. I don't really know what his specialty is. I've never really followed him until now. So he's kind of a kick and he's kind of a kick and striker person. Mm. If he'll he'll take the challenge if he's up for it, he'll do it. Oh, he'll definitely do it. I mean, mm-hmm. his pride. I mean, you know those guys. They're nothing but you know blood and testosterone. So I have to say on an, on another note. Is Donald Cerrone not the most respected fighter in the UFC right now? I would think so. And I the think the dude is amazing. And I think a lot has to do with is that he's just he just has such a positive attitude. Yeah. And he really respects all the fighters unless yeah. you give him a reason not to. I know. Conor McGregor s- said he'll fight him. <laughs> I that just is I mean, yeah, I get it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll fight you. And I'm like, fuck you, Connor. No, because he called him fight out. you. Cerrone you know? called him out. I know he did, but I just, I hate the way Connor is. You I know? just think it's a mutual respect. He said, he said, I would absolutely take that fight. You know, ba- basically, I respect you and I would absolutely take that fight. Congratulations is what he said. I think that would be a poor choice, in my opinion, for, well, for Cerrone. Cerrone, Paula, Cerrone would be a millionaire forever if he did that fight. It's money. I know. It's money. Even if he lost. I was so pissed because I posted, it was BJ Penn, and they said, uh, Connor said that he would fight Cowboy Serrani, so I posted it on my Facebook page, and then I recited what Connor said some to someone about, mm-hmm. like, of course you'd fight me. I'd make you a millionaire. And then oh. <laughs> he said, like... You call you call home to your wife, baby. We did it. We're rich. Connor <laughs> Connor McGregor made us rich. Break out the red panties. <laughs> I remember that. But then it changed, and so I'm like, oh, this looks stupid now. But anyways, yeah. Well, we're running out of time, but um, oh, are so, we really? Yes. So we normally would be talking about some parenting advice right now. So let's just do this really quick before we get into our ugly knocker moments of the week. We did get some submissions, so I'm going Yay. to read those. Ugly parenting about potty training. Now, I will admit that when I was a young mother, I was 21 when I had my son, barely 21. Actually, I wasn't 21 yet, almost 21 when I had my son. Our mother potty trained my son because I didn't know for you. I didn't know what I was doing and I'd never had a boy before. 
Well, not like mom had a boy. I know, but she's she's had experience and she, you know, she was around way more children than I ever was. So she potty trained my son by putting Cheerios in the toilet Mm. and he was able to aim at them and it worked. Now, the little girls, I, of course, knew how to do that by the and by then I, you know, had had a child. So it seemed a little bit easier. Little girls, it depends. They're either control freaks or they hate being wet and dirty. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie was easy. She was so fast and easy to train. She was she was potty trained in like two weeks. Wow. Malia Malia was uh, stubborn, but she hated mm. being wet. So oh. for me, Malia was the baby that ran around with no clothes on mm-hmm. because it was summer. And yeah. so she could run around naked. And so when she had to pee, it was easy just to run her into the bathroom and go. And so it took a little bit longer, but she, but because she hated being in wet underwear, it was a lot faster. Pooping is easy, actually. It's the peeing that's hard. Natalie uh, was so goddamn stubborn. She would sit <laughs> and poop and pee for hours and not say a word. And I'd be like, what is that smell? And she'd be like what i'm like oh my god it was just it was a battle of roy just battle royale with her so that were the but you know nothing bribing did not work for me um it was more of just i remember a daycare provider told me once she's like you just have to make them go every 20 minutes around the clock round the clock every 20 minutes and they will get potty trained i'm like that is exhausting yeah that never worked for me did what so with ryan the problem with ryan was around the time he was ready to potty train victor was in iraq mm. you know i tried to show him and you know do the things but ryan was more of a kind of like a visual person so it was difficult because we didn't have the same parts that, mm. you know, he would watch me go, but then I would try and show him how to go. And he's like, this is just, not the same. It's like, this doesn't work, you know? And yes. so when Victor came home from Iraq, he po- was potty trained within like a week. Oh, that's nice. Because he got to see, you know, his dad go. And plus I think he was excited because dad was home. And sure, sure. So he wanted to do everything dad did. Um, mm. Olivia, on the other hand, uh, I think because Victor and I had split up that she was just absolutely refusing to <laughs> d- go. She wasn't yes. potty trained until she was three and a half. She yeah, just, well, it happens. She refused and mm-hmm. she would go running in her room and then I would smell poop and oh, I would just be like, ah! <laughs> I was so angry. I tried to bribe her with M&Ms. So I'm yeah. like, if she, if she just tried on the potty, I'd give her one. And then, um, if you she know, would I'd, actually go, if she actually two. would go, I'd give her like three, but she never actually went. So it never went past the one, <laughs> but then she started to trick me. She's like, I'll try and go potty. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so no. then I was just giving her M&Ms all day. And then oh, I'm like, geez. I'm like, you little brat. I'm like, you just want M&Ms. I'm like, you don't actually have to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then everyone's like, try a sticker chart and oh, try, yes. you know, this and then take them every 20 minutes. And I'm just <sighs> like, I'm like, this child is so exhausting that, you know, I can't do anything. Since her inception, she's been exhausting. Oh, she's been horrible. And they're like, just let him run around naked. And I did that. And she would just stand there and pee on herself. <gasps> so God, just, stubborn little thing. So then I have to give her a bath. And I'm like, I'll just forget it. I'll just wait until she's ready. Basically, there is no actual system. I've never known anyone who's done it the same twice. Ever. 
they basically go when they're ready. And what's funny is uh, older parents like grandmas or great grandmas will say, you will never see a 30 year old walking around in a diaper or drinking a bottle. Trust. That's what mom told me. Yeah. It will go away on its own. And it's like at some point, though, it starts to impinge on your life because daycare won't take them unless they're potty trains. And so well, you're she, like, all yeah. right. <laughs> that was one thing with Olivia is she wasn't able to switch rooms until she could potty train. So she exactly. was stuck in the two year old room. Right. And she was like three. And I'm just yes. like, Olivia, well, you want to go with the grown up kids? You know, like, well, you just have to go potty. And she's like, no, bathroom. I'm fine here. So she was just like, you know, she mm-hmm. was so torn. <laughs> I know. She's like, do I give up my stand? Do I die on this hill or do I go with my friends? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's definitely probably the most arduous process for a three-year-old. So. Anyway, I will tell you about the funny Twitter story on Sunday's show because I definitely want to talk about it. You'll love it. Okay. So let's go to our hugly and awkward moments of the week. Exercise edition. Oh. So I have two very interesting uh, gym slash exercise hugly and awkward moments this week. I don't relate to one of them. Uh, This listener is a badass. I just want you to know, but I'm going to read it anyway because it would it would easily happen to us. I participate in a small group. Uh, It's personal training at a local private gym. Okay, so she's already better than me because she does personal training. Um, I've come along well in my training and our trainer is awesome, always pushing us to give it our all. One afternoon we were getting going. There were only four of us in class that day. The next move up was squat jumps where I have done a ton of. He looks at me and says, you come with me. We go outside and he has a very large tractor tire. He tells me he wants me to do tire jumps, which he has mentioned to me before, but I said I wasn't up to those. I tell him there's no way in hell this girl can jump onto that. It's about it comes up past her knee. Mm-hmm. So she has to jump up. She goes, I have no ups in my jumps. Right. He proceeds to tell me that I'm one of the most badass girls he trains and I can do this. For some reason, I decide to believe these words of wisdom, telling him to stand close because this won't be pretty. I jump. He's holding on to my left hand. All I remember is falling backwards. So she jumped and bounced off, essentially. <laughs> and when I landed, I landed on my right hand like I had like she went, went down to try to catch herself. Yeah. She goes, but I don't remember doing that. I'm in a lot of pain. I look down and my hand looks like a hoof. It's <gasps> mangled and facing the wrong direction. Oh my God. She broke her hand. He yells some expletives and grabs a towel to cover it. Has me hold my hand over my head and my friend drives me to the hospital. I ended up with a compound fracture. The ulna bone was sticking straight out of my arm like a flagpole. Oh my Ooh. God. I had a fracture of the radius bone and a severe dislocation of the wrist. They put me under and put the wrist back into place and I went right into surgery. Luckily, the timing was everything as the hand doctor was next door and they had just closed for the day. I spent two nights in the hospital with an IV of antibiotics because of the compound fracture. Right. Spent some time in a cast and was fully healed in about three months. I was back to working out a week later, just doing leg work. To this day, there is no way in hell I'll ever attempt that again. The tire was hauled away and thrown away. I had never broken a bone or even had stitches my entire life. And I was 41 at the time. She could have sued that gym. She said, lesson learned, you're never as much of a badass as you might think you are in your mind. Okay, first of all, that guy 
was picking up on you. He wanted you. <laughs> he thought you were hot. And he thought, I have found her, my equal in the badass department of cross training. And he threw you on that tire like a dick. And you knew. And you even said it. You're like, I can't do this. Yes, you can. You're a badass bitch. And you're like, you're right, goddammit. And you did it. And you, you flung off of that tire. I can just see this little, this poor person leaping onto this tire that's half her size and bouncing off like a flea and landing on her arm. I would be... Well, if it was my daughter, I would be hunting this person down. For sure. Okay, so here's one that's more you and I, more our speed. Because okay. I would never be leaping onto tractor tires. No. Even if, someone even if he convinced it. me to the death, I'd be like, I'm not doing it, dude. <laughs> it's like, I know myself and there's no way. I would I would crank my ankle or something leaping onto that thing. It's not happening. I, well, uh, I just wouldn't. I, I would never agree to jump in front of anyone. The only people I jump in front of are my kids. <laughs> First of all, Paula, in what universe are we at a cross training gym? Well, I that's mean, true. When are we ever going to have a personal trainer telling us how to jump on things? It's never going to happen. The only In time I'll ever be there if it was like a sales call. <laughs> you know what? And even if I did somehow was if I was somehow convinced to go to a, a thing of this nature, make having someone yell or tell me what to do. I'd be like, I don't think so. You don't you don't run my life. I'm not doing that. I'm going to be over here. Don't I'm going to go at my do. own pace. Go on. Go <laughs> past me. <laughs> Don't talk I'm to still, me. I'm still working on these. It took me three weeks just to fi- figure out the outfit for today. I, I don't even care. It took me three weeks just to get out of my car. Yeah, really. I've been sitting here on Facebook for three weeks. I've been staring at this gym for three <laughs> weeks thinking about whether I should come inside. I drove by first. Okay, so here, this is Carrie. I, all right, here, I, here we go. As part of my physical therapy, I had to do clamshells where you lie on your side with an exercise band around your knees and open and close your legs. I've done those and they are so embarrassing. (laughs) I did weeks of these facing the workout room in carefully chosen shorts. I don't wear bike shorts or yoga pants because they feel too revealing. One day the normal benches were taken and I had to use one in front of a mirror. Everything went fine until I half sat up and noticed that you could see totally into my down past my underwear and the shorts I was wearing. (laughs) So she was exposing her snatch. And I'd been wearing these for weeks and had faced the whole room with dozens of people working out. And because my leg was so not flexible from the surgery, things weren't as well groomed as they should be. Oh, no. Thinking about this still makes me want to throw up. <laughs> oh, like, my God. You know, there are people going, hey, that lady's back to do her clamshells for us. God. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's probably a reason why they call them clamshells. Well, Paula, I mean, for her to, and you know, this is what's so awkward about it is that she was like, I am not wearing bike shorts or yoga pants. Everyone will see my camel toe. And so she's all just sweats then. I don't care I'll if it's 110 degrees outside. I'll just wear these shorts that everyone no. so everyone can see everything instead. It's really did you know that she has a labia piercing down there? Yeah, really. Well, I thought so. Your legs aren't the only <laughs> thing that open wide when you're doing your clamshells. Jesus. It's like, oh, so the color, the, the, the uh, what is it? The um, carpet does match the drapes. <laughs> right. God. No, I had to do those when I went to physical therapy. You know, the thing, I don't know if you've ever been to physical therapy. No. But it's just a big giant room with a bunch mm. of like exercise equipment and like exercise balls and, Sounds you know, terrible. Mats and I don't know. It's. It's just, I don't know. 
And so they did make me do clamshells, but it's like a weird thing. You know, you're laying sideways and your knees, you have to like open up at your knees. Ugh, and I don't um, do that. And you're like, your legs are a little bent. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing that, but it's so awkward and your genitalia is definitely affected. I was always afraid that I was going to get like too much air in there or something <laughs> like that, you know? <laughs> because I'm just I like, this, this is abnormal, <laughs> you know? No one it should, do, uh, they're like, okay, do 20 clamshells and your You're physical, like, <laughs> your physical therapist is standing there looking at you, like, you know, writing down on the chart. And I'm just like, oh my God, please don't please do anything. Don't, please don't queef. Please, please don't queef. Don't queef <laughs> or anything like that. I would probably wear a tampon or something <laughs> I, don't know. I mean yeah just I guess I could I hadn't really double, thought about that you know, double extra safety put a if muffler I was worried down about there. it I mean if I was worried about it that's put funny. a muffler down there and you know get some <sighs> good exhaust good lord that rum, would be, you know what? things like that though <laughs> like I've heard of people who fart during massages and stuff and it's during like what it's a, getting a massage they'll fart Ew! It's apparently very common. Uh, I wouldn't know because I don't like massages. But I've I, the last time I got a massage, I got a deep tissue, like a Swedish massage. Daryl mm-hmm. got me one for like a gift once, and I felt compelled to use it because he told me, you know, because he got it. And so I was like, I'm okay. fine. Yeah, so I got I'll, it. I'll, I'll go for an hour and let someone touch my body. <laughs> so I, the lady goes, now you're going to feel kind of weird because I've been, you know, pushing, you know, pushing everything around and all of your... I don't know. They're like, they get all the stuff out of your muscles, whatever's in the you know toxins. What I mean? No, not toxins necessarily. It's just, they've been, mo- they've been moving a bunch of shit around. And so you might feel unusual. So I <laughs> sat up and I immediately almost threw up. <laughs> oh my God. And she's like, are you going to be all right? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, oh. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember telling her I remember telling her going I don't understand why this is happening this isn't the kind of person I am and she's like well it really has nothing to do with what kind of person you are your body's just responding she's like you really should get these more often I'm all, no I'm never doing this again ever like never God. terrible I mean it's not a holistic thing it's like they're really pushing you know the, the adrenal gland shit around and doing all that God. stuff and so your body's like oh my god i just i know people really swear by massages and i know a lot, i mean daryl loves massage but i just i do not i'm a control not freak, by though. i think a stranger no and it wasn't I, a dude or anything it was just some woman but i just no, you know not i got i got a pregnancy massage once oh when i was you pregnant did? with olivia yeah what? oh my god well, I had That's such weird. horrible back pain. And yeah. so, yeah. so I got a pregnancy massage and what I was mostly surprised about is like this lady was like a sheet contortionist because oh. like she could move these sheets and cover my body and, and like pull it through my leg or like, you know, go under my armpit and everything and never reveal anything, Mm-mm. but still like massage the whole body or whatever she could massage. Interesting. I don't really know. Interesting. But I'm like, wow, well, they must have like a whole class just on sheets, you know, like <laughs> right. how to how to move them around. And maybe. Yeah. But mm. I just can't. You know, my you know, Stephanie asked me for a contact for Botox. Speaking of. She asked you for what? She wanted to know if I knew anybody who did Botox. Oh, really? I can tell you, Paula, if she gets it done, I will be so jealous <laughs> that I didn't do it first. Well, I mean, then we should all go together because it'll know. probably be cheaper, right? It's what? 
wouldn't it be cheaper because they like they have to open the little bottle maybe well i know they do those specials all the time they don't do botox parties anymore do they i don't know i don't think so i would go i would go with with the two of you i don't know why we've been putting it off honestly See, my problem is, is I don't even think I necessarily need Botox. I just need like a lift. My mm-hmm. whole face is just starting to sag. They can do injections that simulate a lift. I was thinking I should start with just a good facial. I'm with you. I wouldn't, I would not mind. I've had a facial and I did like it. Um, so I would definitely do that again. I would be curious to see what my skin looked like after a full, you know, once over and then they could d- determine whether or not, I mean, I'm older, so I'm, they're definitely going to say, oh, yeah, you could definitely have some. <laughs> they're going to say it for sure. So I had a facial once, but it was in the shower. Ew. Gross. <laughs> On that note, we're out of time. <laughs> we are out of time. Yeah, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. No, it never is. I couldn't open my eyes. <laughs> I was just like, I can't see. Ew, gross. Anyway, <laughs> say goodbye, Paula. <laughs> goodbye, Paula. <laughs> no, we're done. So thank you everybody for joining us. Please continue to visit us at uglytruth.com and click on our Amazon button. You can buy things for your sweetheart because Valentine's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> I know, right? We haven't done an anti-Valentine's Day show in a while. We should. We should. Yeah. If you want to get uh, some other cute little things, Avon has some good stuff. So you can go to lipandclip.com and purchase some cute things there. Uh, Other than that, we appreciate you listening and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.